This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. And border and what's happening down there where we can't even build a wall and the people are flooding in. We have no idea who is flooding into America. We could be seeing attacks like this where they're just driving around randomly shooting. We're always told you don't need an AR-15. Well, there may be a time where if they are just driving around the streets of St. Louis and randomly just shooting whomever they see on the street. They could be hiding amongst these people coming across our border and becoming sleeper cells here. So I would say, yes, we do need to care about what's going on there as well as what's going on on our southern border. That's Republican state lawmaker from the St. Charles area, Adam Schwadron, yesterday here on Wake Up Mid-Missouri. That is why we should care. He is absolutely right because we've been saying this for a long time. You look at what's happening at the southern border and millions of people coming across. There's no checks. There's no balances what's happening and it's not just people from mexico and south america that are coming in because we don't know who's coming in since january the 20th of 2021 it is so bad with illegal immigration that jd pritzker the governor of illinois is almost literally on his knees looking up and i don't know where his eyes come on the president if he's on his knees in front of the president but he's going please president magoo please help us Please help our friends in New York and Washington, D.C. I know we're sanctuary cities, and we say that we'll take all these people and help them, but we can't do it anymore. These are pretty big problems. Chris Arps, chrisarps.com, 635. Got to get some more of his takes. We are covering the reaction from your elected Missouri servants. One of them especially is just stunning. Just stunning. Good morning. Welcome into the show. By the way, one of our guest co-hosts, Steve Spellman, is here this morning. Hey, morning, good morning, Steve. folks. By the way, and we have in, there's John Marsh. Good to have you back, bud. Good morning. Uh, there's producer Hannah. Hello. Uh, Stephanie Bell's got to be back later this week. Brian Housworth is here. My name is Brandon Rathard. If there's something that we can do for you, something on your mind, you want to get something off your chest, you have a thought, please feel free to text. We're in the 573 area code here across all of mid-Missouri, 573-874-9390. That's 874 874- 9390. Uh, Here's some uh, some facts and points of frustration that I want to point out to you. Here's uh, John Kirby last night, CNN, and talking about what's been happening since Israel was attacked and then declared war. Sorry, it's, it's very, excuse me, very difficult to look at these images, Jake. Um, so he's getting all broken up, and I'm wondering, and I think this is a very reasonable question. There is more than one report from credible news sources. I wonder if he's getting choked up because he's going, dang it. Uh, you know, all the, the weapons and equipment that we left in Afghanistan two years ago. Remember, we just left there and left some some lives of Americans. And people said, you know, that stuff could get in the hands of terrorists. And me and President Magoo were like, oh, that's not going to happen. Yeah, they buried it in the sand over there. Yeah. It, it went away. Just the same place they buried their heads and asses. So that's why I'm wondering if that's why he's on the TV crying, going, man... I'm partly responsible for this. Democrats, they are responsible for this, leaving those weapons there. And there were some people that said, and this is not about I told you so, but this is a moment where we can go to our Democrat friends, people like uh, the mayor of the uh, San Francisco of the Midwest, Barbara Buffalo, uh, people like David Tyson Smith and any other Democrat that thinks this stuff is okay. You can say, now, see, this is why nobody should be voting for Democrats, because that's the things that's what they do. They leave weapons in Afghanistan, and now apparently Hamas 
now has those weapons that Joe left there, and they're using them to attack. You heard Adam Schwadron say, one of our strongest allies in the Middle East. And that's what's happening. And that's why these things matter. Uh, I think, uh, the by the way, the interview, uh, Brandon, with Representative Schwadron, I thought was very important, very uh, educational. And it, uh, as you pointed out, important for why it's important for people here locally. So yeah. that's up on our website, 939theeagle.com and kws.com. Two reactions I want to direct people's attention to. You're talking about reactions from Democrats. Uh, Congresswoman Cori Bush, uh, on her statement, called for, and, and Vivek Malik went after her last night on Twitter. She's called for, and I'll let you guys respond, I know you do, but uh, she, uh, Vivek Malik is really upset because she called for an end to essentially military, I, I take it military aid to uh, to Israel. But I also want to point, to be fair here, you, you're talking about Democrats, Senator Schumer is 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 i mean this this is what he read about the demonstration in times square this is the democratic leader in the senate and it's pretty this is a position that i think a lot of our listeners probably would agree with it says this quote i can't think of anything more ill-timed and cold-hearted than today's demonstration in times square we have seen unprecedented viciousness coming from Hamas aimed at innocent families and children. Everyone, no matter your views, should condemn this brutal act. And that's from the Senate Democratic leader, Charles Schumer from New York. So clearly, um, you know, it is interesting. We're getting different positions from different people, but I did at least wanted to point that out. Um, and, and most Democrats, as a matter of fact, Cori Bush and other folks in the squad, I think these, I really do believe these are people that uh, they hate America. I'm going to prove my point why, unless you know, this is not just a talking point, but some of the things that they're saying. And, I mean, you've got one progressive Democrat, uh, Mr. Torres, Richie Torres out of New York, criticizing people like Cori Bush because she says things like this. Violations of human rights. Do not justify more violations of human rights and a military response will only exacerbate the suffering. And that is par for the course for somebody uh, who is unthinking like Cori Bush. So she's saying, in effect, she's saying Israel should not be defending themselves. That's what she's saying. And that's what she does. It's, for example, when these people go and loot and shoot and steal people's livelihoods and businesses. And then those people that do get arrested, she's against that. So this is very consistent. Very consistent, but not for her because she's high. She's, she has bodyguards and law enforcement to protect her. See, how do you all react to all this? Yeah, and if somebody comes to the Capitol and uh, a congressman or congresswoman feels threatened, well, they're certainly going to have a security response. There's, uh, you know, if there's a terror type act that uh, might uh, threaten them and their livelihood, uh, they they will uh, have force. Um, at their disposal to to defend against that, so it's it's a virtue signaling thing. It's gone across kind of the left wing spectrum. They have to to say these things to be you know in with the cool crowd and, and their supporters and that machine. So um, whether it's Cory Bush or the Squad or whomever, it's 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 just a very educational moment. You know, you see this very very tangible situations yeah. going on in Israel, yeah. and this is a response that might as well be from the moon. Uh, but it but. But I think it points out, and you're, you're certainly 
it has upset some people. Vivek Malik being. I don't one even of think them. they're thinking about it. I, I don't. I don't even think there's facts involved. It's just. Well, oh, but know. if you go to Corey Bush's Twitter page and you look, guys, it, at the responses, they're she, she's getting responses from people that are voters in her district. They're saying they don't agree with it, but her supporters are saying it doesn't matter. You didn't win the election, so I mean that's that's out there. But it is worth pointing out that if you look at those two statements from Ch- Chuck Schumer and Corey Bush. They're mm-hmm. Sh- Schumer's Sh- and Schumer actually told the Chinese, according to what he said, told the Chinese uh, officials that were there to s- ramp up their their statements, make them stronger about the the attack. So the point is that Schumer and Bush are not on the same page. There, in different constituency, maybe in New York. Yeah. Anthony Blinken, Secretary of State, he's on the same page as Corey Bush. This guy's one of the folks who's in charge of national security. He at least had some decency in deleting a statement in which he said that Israel should not be defending itself. We know you got shot, but you shouldn't defend yourself. That's exactly like we see on the streets in these very liberal cities all across America. Let the people loot and shoot. Don't put them in jail for stealing people's livelihoods. You shouldn't defend yourselves. That's what Democrats like Anthony Blinken and Cory Bush are saying. You you shouldn't defend yourself. Yeah, and these politicians, they're from the moon. I mean, they're just out, out of this world, uh, not reality. But, you know, our everyday average, you know, liberal person, you know, friend and acquaintance, yeah. family member you run into, they're not trying to be mean. They're listening to That's the right. CNNs and stuff and you know, this propaganda about this stuff. And, you know, I, I think they're trying to be nice and they say, oh, the Palestinians, they're living in a, you know, refugee camp, how mean that is. Well, it, there's a deeper thing. Uh, Hannah, do I sound cranky this morning? I believe I'm on point. I don't sound cranky, do I? No, not this morning. Uh, not on this specific topic. <laughs> Maybe other topics, but... Gerald is in Columbia. Gerald, welcome to the show. What's on your mind this morning? Well, I just I just can see clearly that the same people that are marching in New York are obviously the same people. They don't have their black suits on. They're not burning down the courthouses. Those are the insurrectionists because... If they support somebody coming into a house and shooting everybody there and murdering children in schools and, and kidnapping people, uh, that is not anything, any way American. I mean, and then to say that, and it always happens as soon as Israel starts to get even the even hand, then everybody starts coming against them. But uh, we have people walking around the Capitol and they get six years in, in prison and then I know if you if if they investigated those people that were marching against Israel, they'd find out like ninety nine percent of them were either giving money or actually in 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 the actual rioting. I call it rioting because if you're setting stuff on fire and burning stuff down and breaking into things and and causing all that violence and all that damage, that's obviously a riot. But they just refuse to say that. Yep. And Blinken refuses to say. All they have to do is shut that money off. He goes, oh, it's not being used for that. But what it is is they go, okay, we got this money now. We're going to take all that other money. And then we're going to take all these weapons. And then we're going to plan something. And Iran says, yeah, go, 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 go do it. We got money now because the Americans are stupid. And uh, it's just like borders are crumbling everywhere. We got our border crumbling. We got uh, the Ukraine crumbling. Now Israel. I mean, it's all because the greatest power in, in the free world is so weak. And Joe Biden is just mumbling around. Mm-hmm. And uh, Gerald, thank and you for that. the phone call. Right. I agree with everything you're saying. I appreciate you calling in and get some of that stuff off your chest because you're right. And think about the reality of what people like Cory Bush or Anthony Blinken, Secretary of State. Think about the reality 
of what they're saying. And again, uh, and I'm appreciative that Hannah's on the same page with me this morning, not being cranky. These are just facts and these are stories. And hopefully we hear some of this stuff tonight. Boone County GOP annual chili supper, Vivek Malik, uh, who uh, Housworth was just talking about, our, our uh, state treasurer. He is going to be one of the featured speakers tonight. This is an opportunity for you to get involved. Matter of fact, you go to the website, BooneCountyRepublicans.com. Order tickets for the event tonight. Steve Spellman is going to be there. I'll be emceeing the event. But think about what people like Anthony Blinken are doing. He is calling for Israel, did call, he pulled the post, called for Israel to, to uh, cease fire. In other words, don't defend themselves. Don't defend themselves or their people who are being raped, brutally, viciously raped. He doesn't want them to defend themselves. He doesn't want them. That's the Secretary of State. Mass Same murder. administration that just freed up $6 billion for Tehran. And then somebody tells you today, well, that money for, you know, it wasn't, it didn't go to that. Yeah. Uh, they're flat out wrong. And the argument we use, if you want, if this is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathard. Fiscal policy, this seems like the wrong time to do it. I understand the political pressure the president's on. Checked out from MSNBC, is fiscal policy wrong time to do it? And I think everybody who has any uh, amount of intelligence to them agree with that. But... Uh, it's not about fiscal policy. It's about Joe Biden needing some votes, man. That's getting us into today's daily D.C. rundown. Steph is back on Friday. Joe Biden's second attempt at student loan cancellation moving forward with a round of hearings that start today. Now, some other context here. Uh, the White House administration called LID yesterday. And I don't know what LID means in your book, but in the White House book back in our day, Steve and John, I remember a LID of... It was a measurement of stuff that you should not be buying on a street corner at 2 o'clock in the morning in South St. Louis by Tower Grove Park. But when they call lid at the White House, it means the president is not available to the press. He is not doing anything. Now, this after the big barbecue, you know, they were roasting hot dogs and burgers while Israel is getting bombed. They're doing this at the White House. So then Monday, back to work, Joe not talking to the press. But we might know why, too, because he was also being questioned about the uh, about the top secret documents that he had hidden in his Corvette, in the car, in the garage. Anyhow, so all this is going on. Uh, but he's getting together. He wants to cancel that student debt. He needs these these votes from young people so badly. So it's a process called negotiated rulemaking. <laughs> <laughs> We're seeing right through it, Steve. Uh, 14 people chosen by President Magoo going to be meeting for the first of three hearings on student loan relief. Their goal is to guide the Education Department toward a proposal after the Supreme Court rejected Biden's first plan. So I get a lot of questions. People say, well, didn't the Supreme Court say that you can't do this? The way the mechanism that they were using at the time is illegal. They're trying every backdoor twist. And in an end around, if you don't adhere to the Constitution and you're a big government type, it's, oh, this plan A doesn't work. How about plan B through the back door? Plan C, plan D, and it's... This plan D or whatever at this point. There'll be a plan E and F, too. Yeah. Negotiators will come from outside the federal uh, federal government, and they will represent a range of viewpoints on student loans. But they're all from people that will benefit from this. Uh, the NAACP advocates, uh, they'll hear from colleges. So they're going to be hearing from a bunch of people that will be like, yeah, we think it. So Joe's going to be uh, surrounding himself with a bunch of people that think like him. 
hey, I just want to pay this stuff off. I know that I'm taking producer Hannah's taxpayer dollars. I know that I'm taking Spellman and John Marsh's money. I know I'm taking their money and giving it to these people. And I'm also teaching a very bad lesson and that you don't have to pay your stuff back. And the other thing, and this is the part that blows me away in all this. So if your student loan debt is forgiven, it helps your credit. It allows you to go out and get more loans. <laughs> What's wrong with that? <laughs> God. Stunning. Anyhow, so Joe's doing that. Uh, this is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. <laughs> C-H-R-I-N. There he is. C-H-R-I-N. Chris Harps. Chris. Wow. Chris. What an intro. Been a while since we've heard that song, and there's a reason we haven't heard that song in a re- while. It gets it gets on people's nerves. <laughs> I like the Hannah 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 song instead myself. But no, we don't we don't need to play that it's, one. It's Steve. less no. it's less popular in the house here. <laughs> we do have uh, a Hannah version of that. No, uh, we're not playing it of that song. Did, now, Chris, Chris is the man. That- did I tell you that we use uh, that for uh, a commentary segment I do called Chris's Corner? And there was people who absolutely detested that, Chris, 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 and there were people that loved it. But I think we did a, uh, a poll, and I think more people liked it than disliked it. But, uh, yeah, it causes strong feelings. There. But was it a Washington Post-ABC poll? <laughs> <laughs> So, Chris, am I hearing that you ripped off our segment? I did. Oh, I did. But man. I did ask, I did ask uh, Brandon's permission about it later. Or later. <laughs> later. So, so you went with the whole, you know, ask for forgiveness instead of permission route. Yeah, exactly. It was just so good, I just had to steal it. <laughs> Hannah, 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 oh, Hannah, no. Hannah. Oh, no. You're in the doghouse. Oh. Doghouse. There it is. One of the other things we have found, no matter whose name we put in there, whether it's John Marsh, John, 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 who's here this morning. Good morning. Welcome. Glad you're back, bud. Yes, sir. Uh, you're Steve. Steve Spell. Good morning. Uh, Steph is out today. That's producer Hannah over there. Brian Howlsworth is here. Uh, my name is Brandon Rather. Coming up an hour from now. I'm excited for this. Hannah did something she does uh, all the time. But yesterday, um, it was about this... Uh, a funeral home for sale in Massachusetts and people on the realtor sign outside, they keep spray painting house probably haunted. But but we had some folks texting about they believe, honest to goodness, they live in a haunted house. We've got a couple of listeners. One of them is named Stephanie. Another one named Randy. They've agreed to come on like 735. Is this Stephanie and Randy like from our radio station? Right. Randy Tobler hosts the Randy Tobler Show weekdays for Cox. Stephanie Bell, who hosts Wake Up Mid-Missouri. They're coming on 735. Different Randy, different Stephanie. Um, They've agreed to join us for a couple minutes, 735, and talk about what it's like to live. In a uh, uh, haunted, uh, haunted awesome. house. Yeah. Are you per- sure that's their real names? <laughs> <laughs> Chris Arps. ChrisArps.com is joining us here on the show. You see him on Newsmax television all the time. By the way, I was hanging out with my with the big guy over the weekend. We were swapping bags of cash, me and the big guy there in <laughs> Jefferson County, Missouri. And he's got Newsmax on when I come in the house. I said, Dad, I said, you know, uh, Christopher Arps is on Newsmax. And my dad looks at me like I'm an idiot. He says, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so my dad, he's like, yeah, I see him all the time. He's like usually Tuesdays and Thursdays. He's on Newsmax. Oh, and he's smoking. My fan his- club of three. Yeah. You, my dad, you, my wife, and your dad. Yeah, 
the uh, the I big love guys. You guys. Uh, we love you too, man. Love the fact you are out and about this weekend. Big political event. Young Republicans. <laughs> wow. So Scott Fawn, Missouri yeah. Times. It's a Missouri-based political publication. I would recommend the Missouri uh, Times. I also recommend chrisarps.com. Um, but at this Young People Republicans event, and, and um, apparently Bill Igel, state senator, running for governor, is there. Jay Ashcroft, current Secretary of State, he is running for governor. And so what happened? You were there. What did you see, Chris? I was there. I was an eyewitness. This was the St. Louis Area Young Republicans Annual Barbecue Fundraiser. Um, it's a big gathering they have at the GOP headquarters in St. Louis County. They had uh, five speakers slated to speak. All of these folks were running for uh, for for office. And so the first speaker of the afternoon was uh, was uh, Secretary uh, Jay Ashcroft. And I think each person was allotted about, you know, five to seven minutes. And what you expect at things like that, especially the Young Republicans uh, event, you expect the candidate to, you know, give their standard stump speech, why you should vote for them, who they are, uh, the issues of the day. Uh, Jay Ashcroft did that. He talked about uh, the, the bills in legislature about limiting China uh, to buy uh, our farmland. He said that he supported that. Um, he got some applause, of course, and uh, after his speech, he sat down. Uh, next was uh, Senator Bill Libel, of course, who was running for governor also. Uh, he came in and he talked about, you know, the rhinos and what was happening in the legislature, but he also brought up the China bill, and they directly confronted uh, Senator Ashcroft and said, or not Senator, or Jay Ashcroft, and basically told people that what you have heard uh, from Jay Ashcroft was a bald-faced lie. And that's a direct quote. And uh, they kind of went back and forth. Didn't get civil, uncivil or anything. And uh, uh, Secretary Ashcroft had on his phone the bill that they were talking about. Um, he started uh, telling that, saying that, you know, I supported the bill. They went back and forth. So let me ask you and this, then, Chris. I want to I yeah. make sure we're, we're seeing this. So I go, yeah. oh, he's up at a podium or he's up at the front of the room, up at the front of the he's place. He's in front of the room with the, with the microphone. With the microphone. Ashcroft mm -hmm. is seated. Bill Igel starts calling. Ashcroft, is, and Ashcroft was standing off to the side. Standing off to the so side. Yeah. He pulls his phone out where here's the bill. So then he starts talking directly to, like, they're talking back and forth to each other at this event? Well, yeah, well, Bill Igel confronted him. He mm -hmm. said that what you heard from Jay Ashcroft was a bald-faced lie, and he started uh, walking towards him and said, Jay, didn't you support this particular bill, blah, blah, blah? And Jay was saying, no, I didn't. I supported this part of the bill, and it kind of went back and forth. So was it a and candidate then, for him? No. Oh, no, it wasn't a candidate okay. for him. It was just a... You sit, you you know, give your speech, your five minute stump speech, and then you, uh -huh. you know, you go to the next person, and you know, uh, Senator Ivo felt that it was the place to uh, confront Jay Ashcroft on that position. Uh, one thing that really uh, people didn't like that I heard was that he brought in Senator Ivo brought in other people that were there to support his position. Yeah. Senator Hoskins was there. Uh, senator Koenig, who was running for another office, another senator was there. And he was asking them to support his position, making it basically three against one. And a lot of people felt that was unfair. Um, people in the crowd were yelling at Bill Igo to sit down. Um, this is what you did in the legislature. And they were upset by that. And uh, he got a lot of catcalls. 
Chris uh, Arps from ChrisArps.com is hanging out with us. You see him on Newsmax all the time. He writes for Red State. So let me... Uh, which because kind of long-winded there, but well, no, it's a lot of stuff, and I think it's important because that's what I was interested to know. Because I know people are into hot takes, and whenever Bill Eigel is on the show, boy, I really like what he has to say. And sure, we all like what he has to say, but I'm wondering about timing, uh, yeah. and uh, and I'll go back to, and listen. I I believe in d- decorum, grown uh, folks, especially when you're an elected um, servant. Um, but the reaction of the audience, were they, like, applauding what Bill Eigel's actions were? How did the... What no, was the it was... No, the audience was was there to have eat barbecue, hear yeah. your standard stump speech, have a good time, fellowship with fellow Republicans. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, I think, felt that that was not the time or or place for that. And as a political consultant, I can tell you that you know, when you're not very well known and it's really at the beginning of a campaign, usually what you see candidates are doing are trying to uh, talk about themselves, be autobiographical, and also talk about their position because that's what you want to cement in people's minds first, who you are and what you stand for, yeah. not so much being combative. And in a lot of people's minds, and I've talked to people afterwards uh, after the thing, and they were were not impressed and were, were did not like that uh, that 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 happened like that. Yeah, maybe violate you know sparks flying. It sounds like maybe violated was it uh, Ronald Reagan's was it Eleventh Commandment or whatever. Don't say th- bad things about a, a fellow Republican, especially you know conservative boosters. It sounds like there. Hey, let's let's yeah. play nice. You want to tell us who you are, what you stand for. Maybe you have a disagreement with somebody, but you don't have to have the animosity there. Maybe yeah. it sounds like it people were cool forum. with that. And it wasn't a forum because, yeah, yeah. you know, you couldn't, you know, Jay had his five minutes mm-hmm. and now it was Bill's turn for his five minutes. Jay really shouldn't have had a, an opportunity to respond because that it wasn't that type of, of, of meeting. It was just standard stump speeches. And mm-hmm. like I said, I, you know, I, I said publicly, I support Jay Ashcroft for governor. I said that on my show. I said that uh, publicly, but I do have Bill Eigel on the show, I'd be I'm as fair as 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 possible, uh, even handed when I ask questions and everything. So I just wanted to get that out there. But I, I just think it wasn't the time or the place for to be combative um, like that. But I've heard within his camp is uh, they take the old P.T. Barnum philosophy that um, any publicity is good publicity. And here we are talking about Bill Eigel. We're not talking a whole lot about Jay Ashcroft yep. and one of the at least financial front runners, current mm-hmm. lieutenant governor. Mike Kehoe. <laughs> hanging out in the background. That's right, hanging out in the background, making, um, making... Got a war the, chest. And here's the thing. Him. Let's say any race, whether it's the gubernatorial race, you like the mindset of all three candidates, and then you have somebody like an eagle who goes in. And I know, listen, the folks on the hard right uh, are going to go, oh, I like that he does it. He calls stuff out. Uh, I don't. I, I completely disagree with those actions. That Things like that. As much as I might, hey, you've got the same mindset as this guy, as this guy, as this guy. How do you behave as an elected servant? How do you behave as a grown man? That that weighs heavily, at least uh, for uh, for me. We've got folks. Yeah. Commenting and you know, Brandon, we, you know, Brandon, we talked about this in other discussions uh, on the radio and off the radio. Is only one Donald Trump, and there's only one person that can get away with the things that he does that are out of the norm when it comes to politics and people will embrace that and love that. I think it will be very difficult for, for other politicians 
to try to duplicate that, especially when you're not as 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 well known. And to be well known as as strictly being combative, I don't know if that's a if that's a uh, a winning uh, strategy. Very good insight, Chris. All right. Points, the NASDAQ up 53, S&P 500 up 27. Coming up 825, we'll look at your futures in the Morning Bell Business News with a little twist. We're covering this morning free pizza and price increases all at once, man. And one of the other things you might be covering on the show this morning, this is this make you feel good. There's a lot of heavy news this morning, Chris, isn't there? Chris Harps, Chris Harps. Oh, yeah. So Steve and I might uh, cover uh, the top 10 causes of death for adults. Dun, dun, dun. What do you think, Hannah? You're my, you're my guide here. Should we cover top 10 causes of death? See, do you know? Uh, it could be a fun distraction. <laughs> She's getting married. She do not want to talk about that. <laughs> Welcome I into the show. I know what the first top three are. Uh, okay, go ahead. Falls, accidents, and fentanyl overdoses. Uh, you're close. One out of three. <laughs> Heart disease, <laughs> cancer, and stroke. <laughs> you're nowhere. Nailed it. Yeah, that's uh, close. You're close. All right, Chris Farms, yeah. com. Do us a favor. Go check out his website. Um, you listen to him here uh, for a long time here on Wake Up Mid-Missouri. He has a website, com, and he posts stuff on there. You see him on uh, Newsmax TV. Definitely worth checking out. Uh, slight little <laughs> left-hand turn uh, in the presidential race on the GOP side. We have a candidate that has dropped out of the race and throwing his support, all of his support, all of his support, behind one candidate. Uh, who dropped out, Chris? Will Hurd dropped out, the African-American former congressman from Texas who was a former CIA officer. He did not make any of the debates because his support is uh, non-existent. Uh, and he's throwing his uh, support behind Nikki Haley, who's largely third in polling for what it's worth. But you have a qualifier, Chris. Yeah, Nikki Haley is surging. She's had uh, two good debates. Her fundraising has been very strong. DeSantis raised $15 million this last uh, quarter. She raised $13 million. And if you look at polls in New Hampshire and Iowa, a few of them have her second and DeSantis at third. So she's having a moment right now and is surging. I don't know how much Will Hurd's endorsement helps her, but, uh, you know, can't help. Yeah. Hurt, excuse me. yeah, and that's so then I wonder, so who's next? Is it a, is it a Burgum? Is it uh, did Asa Hutchinson? Well, so we got the mayor, Francis Suarez, Miami. He's dropped Asa Hutchinson. I don't even because really it's Trump. Uh, kind of. It's Trump, DeSantis, Haley. I think Christie is your next Christie or Burgum uh, is probably your next couple that are going to be uh, out. Yeah. And then after that, I would probably say Ram is uh, Swami. His support is starting to crater after people kind of really take a look at him. And as I said before, he reminds me of a late night infomercial commercial salesman where he's going to sell you, uh, tell you how to buy real estate with no money down with other people's money. That's who he reminds me of. Now, Chris, we're forgetting about one very important candidate. Uh, uh, who's uh-oh. that? Joe Exotic. The oh, Tiger King. <laughs> Is Joe running in the Republican primary? I don't. I haven't seen his polling. I think he claims to have been running. He's in prison currently, so yeah. that's kind of put a damper on his campaign. Here's, here's, well, but we got another guy that's running right now that 
could be going to prison or uh-huh. possibly going to prison. So that's not unprecedented. And it, it, folks are saying, you know, it doesn't matter what affects me, my bank account, the economy, the safety of our country. And we're starting to see. And I think I'm, I'm hoping people are getting some clear people that think they're Democrats. I hope they're starting to get clarity when they see people like Corey Bush and how they're reacting to Israel, saying Israel shouldn't defend themselves. They're getting raped. They're getting murdered. In uh, the progressive Corey Bush, they shouldn't be defending themselves. Anthony Blinken, Secretary of State, deleting a, a tweet calling for a ceasefire. What do you mean a ceasefire? That would have been like George W. Bush on September the 13th, 2001, calling and saying, hey, uh, let's let's not do anything. Let's let these folks attack us. Let's, these people are... Uh, and hopefully, I, I'm hoping that progressives and dem- Democrats starting to get uh, some some clarity on uh, on some of these things. Here's one thing I want to leave parting uh, parting comments with Chris mm-hmm. Sarps, Ramaswamy. I know people like him. I love that he said when he was talking about the budget as it relates to the whole thing with the House Speaker. He said, you know, why do we have to take last year's budget and say, okay, that's this year's budget? He said, let's just start at zero. What do you need? What do you need? Not what did we do last year? Not what can we add on that? But here's the thing I'm getting on the streets. There's just something about him. And that's not and that people can't define it. They're saying there's just something about him that they can't put their